Hi, I'm Eric Roberts from worshipthekingcom and today I'm going to be talking to you about removing roadblocks. This is about removing the roadblocks from your ministry, and as a worship leader, uh, there are plenty. There are plenty of roadblocks. They can be anything. Name anything, and it's going to be in your way. Uh, I've noticed that in worship ministry. Um, you want to get to that place where the, the lights are right and, and the congregation is all like at their hands in the air and you know everybody's just in unity and you're singing and worshiping and, and God's presence is right there and then it seems like there's so many things that can go wrong and so many things that can really throw you down and throw you off track and that's I just want to encourage you to keep going and keep trying and number one is training number one is training and education if you don't know what you're doing if your team doesn't know what they're doing or if there are things happening to you that could be avoided by a simple weekend training seminar or um, a simple twenty dollar book on leadership or um, maybe uh, eighty dollars a month on private lessons or just some consultation with some people coming into your church uh, by joining a group any of these things include are included in my uh, training and education, not just for you as a worship leader, which I think is highly important, but also for your team. You're not there to teach everybody how to play every song, every chord, but they do need training. And uh, a lot of times we are all losing the battle because we're just not getting enough education, enough training, enough uh, input into where we're at in our walk, in our skill set, and where we're going. So. Um, also, another huge roadblock is the sound, the sound system. I mean, I've worked, I've worked hours and hours and hours and practiced for weeks on end on a, a guitar solo or something. Uh, I remember a big church I was playing at, and I, you know, they invited me in to do this special, so I'm doing it, and uh, I've got the lead break on this song and I go to play it and my, my wife tells me afterwards I couldn't hear a thing I just saw your fingers going like going like this and I'm like Well great, you know that that's that's great. What happened? Uh, even in that large situation It was like the guy just maybe forgot to turn it up uh, or he couldn't hear it or whatever the, the sound system can destroy you basically and so I always joke and with my band It's not really a joke. It's the truth the, the sound guy is like the most important guy in the band. Let's let's say all of your players are really awesome. Your sound guy's back there, you know, uh, on Facebook or something during the service. He can ruin your service. So, uh, removing roadblocks. Number one, remove the sound roadblock. However you have to do it, whether it's you know bringing in professionals or training yourself and teaching them, just work as hard as you can to remove the roadblock of bad sound. Uh, and besides, who wants to listen to anything that sounds terrible? Uh, you go to professional musicians, uh, music concerts, you go to movies, you go everywhere. The sound is so important. And in some of my studies, I've even heard people say, you know, the video, this part right here that we're doing, this, it looks crisp and clean, it's got the lights and all that stuff. And if your audio is, is bad, it doesn't matter what you look like. And I think that, that they've studied this and they found that, that you can have really bad video, but if you have really good audio, People think, oh, it's, it's so good. So they can look past a lot, but when, when you're listening to a worship leader and you can't even hear the vocals, it doesn't matter what song he's singing. He could be up there singing, you know, Britney Spears song. Who, who cares? So really, your audio can be a huge obstacle, 
and it's something that you got to work on. So find the resources. You can join me at worshiptheking.com. I do a lot of resources for sound because I grew up sort of working on sound, recording on four tracks when I was just young, and I understand all that stuff, but I know a lot of people step on the stage, they're not even really sure what they're plugging into or where that's going. That's a major roadblock. Um, the pastor and worship leader relationship can be a huge roadblock, not just for you working with them daily uh, or weekly, but it could be a roadblock for the entire church. I mean, it could be it could be the difference of a longevity position where you're there for five or ten years or longer, uh, and it could mean that you're only there one year. What does that do for the congregation? It just means that more people are cycling through. That the the worship team is never going to be built if the worship leader can't get along with the pastor. And I've been in plenty of those situations, and I know what it's like. It's really difficult. I just encourage you to remove that roadblock and. I'm sure that you know um, this ministry institute can have a, a huge amount of training on that. I can't cover that right now, but I do know that you can't know somebody after a lunch meeting. So if you're going to a new church and you're trying to get involved, you can't know somebody after one lunch meeting. You can't take the job just after one lunch. Get to know the guy, get to know the people, get to know them before you commit to building a worship team or ministry. And, um, and, and don't bounce all around. A lot of times it, it could be you that's the problem. I know I hate to have to say that right into the camera. I know you're listening to me and thinking, oh, it could be you that's the problem. It could be you. So um, you got to make sure that you want a good relationship with your pastor. You want to love him. You want to work with him. You got to work with him every week. You want to feel like you're on the same team and that he's giving you the, the authority to lead that worship team and that church. It's a huge responsibility. As a worship leader, I've always kind of thought that it was kind of funny because the pastor will preach for half an hour, 45 minutes. If we're lucky, it'll be a little bit shorter. It's my personal thing, 30 minutes or so. But the worship team, they'll be on for 30 minutes too. So as a worship leader, when you look at the overall church, you're, you're seeing the worship team a lot compared to the pastor. So it's not, um, it's very important that you guys are together, that you're on the same page, that you're preaching the same message, that you're, um, that you actually like each other and that you're, that you're serving God. You're both serving God. So um, make sure that you take the right church with the right pastor and that you work together with the pastor you're with, that you don't blame everything on him. It could be you and that sometimes it is him, sometimes it isn't you. You just have to know, and I think you will. But this is a, a huge topic, and it, it's um, for me, it's very, very important that you that you um, that you know your pastor and that you work well with them, and that you have a good relationship. Um, the the worship a lot of pastors will try to tell, I say, give all this input to the worship leader, but they don't know anything about music, and they might even say, I know nothing about music, but do this. And so a lot of times you just have to create a, a rapport with them and, and sort of just a, there's got to be a good understanding. And uh, yeah, I could just keep going on, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the last point of this. Remove the roadblocks of no vision. The Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. And as a, as a leader, it's been a huge deal for me to have a vision. And uh, in a worship team, I look at it like it's, to me, it's like the God-inspired circle. And, um, and I talk a lot about this in my, in my deeper training, but we, we envision what it's going to be. It's inspired by God, and we, we look at it, and we kind of refine it, and we wrap it around, and it just kind of keeps going in a big circle. But it's a God-inspired circle 
and it's our vision first, what we're, where we're going, and how we're leading those people, and then it kind of goes around in a circle, and it just gets refined all the time. We're always refining, and we're never staying still, and in worship teams, it's totally true. Something that you play or recorded two years ago, you'll listen to it. If you're a musician, you're gonna know what I'm saying. You'll listen to something you did two years ago. I do it even two months ago, and I go, oh, what was I doing back then? Or, oh, you know, so, some stuff is timeless for you. Like, I remember that, I nailed it. But you're always doing that as a musician. If you're gonna be really good at worship ministry and worship leading, you're gonna be refining all of the time. And so I want you to keep that God-inspired circle in mind, that you're just always refining, coming back around. See where God wants you to go. You're kind of training and leading and developing, and then you're kind of figuring out what it was that you were doing and kind of going back around. Where does God want me to go? And you're just kind of continuing to go in a circle of refinement and, uh, and being inspired by God and the Holy Spirit to do ministry and to do it in a great and mighty way. Again, I want to thank you for listening to, uh, and watching these, um, these lessons. I'm Eric Roberts. I invite you to, to join me anytime on my website, blog, social media, and it's at worshipthekeng.com.